0: Hey parents, we know how hard it is to find quality entertainment for your kids, and we're so glad you found out about Basecamp Adventures. Would you help us tell more families about this valuable resource? Your donation of any amount will help us continue to offer these albums for free. Will help us get the word out and will allow us to produce more wholesome resources for kids of all ages. Visit lifeaction.org/basecamp to make your donation today.
1: Life Action Ministries presents Base Camp Adventures.
2: Alright, everybody off the bus. Don't push. Single file. Wow, I can't believe we're really here. Oh look at! Look at a
3: real live rocket ship. It's way bigger than I thought it'd be.
4: Whoa.
0: Dude, are we gonna get to see this thing launch?
3: Affirmative. I'm sure my father has arranged everything for maximum enjoyment.
0: That's one mighty big thingamabob. Uh, Mount
4: Manjack, what does space travel have to do with mountain climbing?
0: Absolutely nothing, Terrence. Oh, wait, then why are we on this field trip? Simple, because it's cool.
4: Yeah, it is.
0: And because the opportunity presented itself. After all, how often do you get a high level space co-engineer as a parent to one of your base campers? Albert's dad offered us a tour, and I certainly wasn't going to turn him down. And I'm most certainly glad you didn't, Mr. Northward. Ah, Abe, you can just call me Mountain Man Jack. Very well. And you may in turn
5: address me as Dr. Abraham Adelford. Or just Dr. Adelford for short. Father! Progeny! Have you thoroughly enthused your peers for today's festivities?
3: Uh,
6: yes. I believe so. Excellent. See, Albert makes so much more sense now.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Gather round, adolescents. Today, I will be your guide through the amazing world of space exploration. If you'll simply follow me, we'll get underway. Welcome to International Space Co. Headquarters, or at least, our public façade. Feel free to look around at the various displays, and when
0: you've had your fun, we'll journey behind the scenes. Albert? Huh? Are you okay?
3: Ah, yes. Why do you ask, Mount Man Jack?
0: Well, it's just that you've been over here reading a comic book instead of checking out all the cool stuff in here.
3: Is that a problem?
0: Well, not necessarily, but I, th- I think there'd be better times and places for reading comics. You don't get to see all this cool space stuff every day.
3: Perhaps you don't, but I've been here many times, Mount Man Jack.
0: Well, sure, but I think you might want to take this opportunity to refresh yourself on how amazing God is. These exhibits really help us to understand the wonders of creation.
3: Yes, yes, but I've seen them all before. I already know the circumference of the moon and how far away the Earth is from the sun. I'm much more interested at the moment in how Red Zero is holding up an energy field to protect his friends from being crushed by a mountain range that was dropped on them.
0: Wow. Holding up a mountain range, huh? That is impressive.
3: Well, it's not the whole mountain range. Just a part of it.
0: Sorry, Albert. I hear another kid calling me.
3: Go ahead. I'll be here.
1: We should be back here. Come on, Molly.
6: Don't you want to see a closer view of the rocket? Well, yeah, but...
4: Besides, Albert's dad said he would take us behind the scenes. We're just doing it a little early, that's all.
6: Look in here. Looks like most of the staff is having a meeting.
4: Yeah, well, they said they were launching the rocket today. They're probably going over a checklist or something.
6: Parents, did you see that? What? I just saw Karen, JJ, and Molly sneak through that door.
4: The door that says restricted access? Yep. Oh, once. Just once. Can't this be a normal field trip?
6: With these kids? No way.
0: <sighs> Let's go tell Mountain Man Jack. One side, kids. Jilly just threw up all over the shuttle simulator.
6: Oh, it's on the ceiling!
0: I'm coming, Sue.
6: Mm, seems like Mountain Man Jack is busy.
4: Where's Albert's dad?
6: I don't know. I haven't seen him since we got here.
4: Well, there's Albert. He'll probably know what to do.
6: Hey, Albert? Hey, Albert? Oh, greetings, Piper. Terrence. Hey, do you know where your dad is? We think some of the kids snuck into the restricted zone or whatever. What?
4: Is that Dad.
3: Most probably. Unfortunately, I believe my father is in an important pre-launch meeting. But fear not, I couldn't get us to them. Which door did they enter?
6: It's going to take forever to clean this up. Sorry, Ranger Sue.
0: It's okay, Jilly. Could have happened to anyone.
6: Uh, Jack? Yeah? I think I just saw Albert, Piper, and Terrence go through
3: that door over there.
0: You mean the one that says restricted access?
3: Yep.
6: <sighs> Welcome to the Star John X Turbo Self Guided Shuttle. Ooh! Ooh. This express elevator services the commissary and passenger boarding deck. Well, shall we? I don't know about this, guys.
4: Well, I'm going up.
6: Come on, Molly. You can't get a much closer look at the rocket than inside the rocket. Aren't they launching this rocket? Not for a while. It'll be fine. JJ, Karen. Hey, stop. Uh-oh. Quick, inside! Yeah, hey! Quit hey, shoving it over, Guys, you shouldn't be in that elevator! Over. JJ, close the doors! I'm trying! They're coming!
4: Guys, no, wait! Ah! Stop! Come back!
6: Ow. Just in time.
4: Okay, this everybody out! Doors are
6: closing!
4: Well, open them back up. Nah.
6: JJ! It's not opening! Well, what did you expect? This isn't a hotel elevator, it's for a rocket. Oh yes, because you're just an expert on elevators. It appears we are
3: rising.
4: What level did you push? The passenger boarding deck. You guys are going to get on the rocket? Are you crazy? We are going on the rocket. and We're just looking around, we'll be in and out. Guys, seriously, you can't do this.
6: Passenger boarding deck. What's that on your shirt? Where? See ya. <laughs> JJ, Karen, get back here.
4: check this out
6: this is just like the movies
4: guys seriously let's go now
6: in a minute terrence chill terence is right karen we need to go we shouldn't be here i concur
4: guys this is a once in a lifetime experience now you can tell your grandkids that you've been on a spaceship relax it's not like they're gonna launch it with us in here
3: actually this is a remote controlled test launch if control doesn't check the interior cameras they could, in theory, launch us. What? what?
4: Albert, why didn't you mention that sooner?
3: I assumed you already deduced the problem, Terrence. Why else would you be trying so hard to get Karen, JJ, and Molly out of here?
4: To try and get them to do the right thing?
3: Oh, yeah. Let's get
1: out of here!
0: Kids! Ah! Ah! Possum pups. Y'all have pulled some stunts before. This one takes the cake. Do y'all have any idea how dangerous this is?
1: Yes! yes.
0: Oh, you do?
3: Now let Jack. Get back outside! They can launch the rocket any minute. Um
0: why'd the door close?
6: Remote launch sequence activated.
0: Uh-oh. Oh,
6: Oh, this is bad. This is very bad.
0: Now nobody panic.
6: Initiating full booster fire in 20. Ah! Alright, alright.
0: Everyone quiet. We're gonna get through this. Now. Everyone find a seat and buckle up. Quick now. Thankfully, this is a test flight of a commercial space vehicle, so there's enough seats for everyone. Now, Terrence.
4: Yeah, Mom will back. Right, dear Lord, please protect seven, us seven, as we launch six, into space. Uh, you made five, the universe, and you have full four, control over every little thing in it, three, including this rocket. Two, please help us to get back
6: safely. Please.
1: Lift off.
0: I think so.
6: This is the scariest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Ditto.
0: Is everyone alright? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
3: JJ? Hmm. <gasps> JJ! Mountain Man Jack! Something's wrong with JJ.
0: Looks like you passed out. Probably from the G-forces. Hold on. Whoa. Whoa.
3: Whoa. You're floating, Mountain Man Jack. There's no gravity in space, Piper.
0: Forgot about that. Okay, everyone stay in your seats for now. I'm gonna try and get myself over to JJ. Here goes nothing. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa! JJ, son, can you hear me? What? Huh? Oh, Mountain Man Jack, what happened? You passed out, son. Whoa, that kind of hike? Uh, not exactly a hike. We're in space. Ugh. Whoa there, stay with me. <gasps> oh, Mountain Man Jack, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Calm down, calm down. Okay, kids, we're in quite a pickle.
6: No, Mountain Man Jack, we're in a spaceship. Molly, he means we're in trouble. Oh, okay. That makes more sense.
0: Now stay calm and keep praying throughout this whole thing. One way or another, I trust God to take care of us.
6: Really? What's God going to do? We're in space!
0: And yet, still right in the palm of his hand, Karen. Don't you forget that. Now, I've been in some tight spots before back when I served in the military. And even climbing Mount Eternity. The key is, on our ends as humans, to keep calm as possible and use your heads. Okay? Y'all hear me? Yes. yes. Good. Now, Albert... You know how to use that radio on the spaceship to get in touch with the guys on the ground?
3: I think I can discern how to use it, Mountain Man Jack.
0: Okay then. Go ahead and unbuckle and float up with me to the controls. We'll see if we can make contact. (music) Telemetry looks good. We're right on course.
5: Excellent! Uh, sir, you might want to see this. What is it? We're picking up a transmission on our hailing frequency. From space?! From the ship, sir. What? Could it be, a system malfunction? Put it through!
0: Mayday! Mayday! I repeat, this is Jackson Northward on board the spacecraft with six children.
5: Nebula unfolding! There are people aboard that ship! Are we sure this isn't some kind of prank? Negative. The transmission is confirmed from the ship. Open the channel! Quickly!
0: I repeat, this is Jackson Northward on board the spacecraft with six children. You sure this is working, Albert?
3: Sure as I can be, Mountain Man Jack.
5: Mr. Northward, (gasps) this is Mission Control. Do you read? Yes!
0: This is Jack, Mission Control. How y'all doing?
5: I think the better question is, how are you doing? Is everyone alright?
0: A bit shaken up, but we're okay.
5: How on earth did you find yourselves on the rocket?
0: Well, I saw some kids sneaking up there where they weren't supposed to be. So I chased after them, and before we knew it, It was liftoff.
5: Children made their way to the rocket
0: interior by themselves? Remind
5: me to fire our chief of security.
3: It wasn't our fault, Father. Piper, Terrence, and I were trying to deter some of our peers from their delinquent course of action.
0: Albert! Son, is that you? You are on the rocket? Oh. Yeah. Probably should have mentioned that.
5: We're going to have a serious talk when you get home, young man. Do you hear me?
0: Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Uh, Say, Dr. Adelford, any ideas on how we'll get back to Earth? Now well, there's a question I never thought I'd ask.
5: Well, thankfully, the entire ship is automated for this remote control test flight. So, provided nothing goes wrong, you should just be able to sit back and enjoy the ride. We will, of course, be paying extra special attention now on our end, and do everything in our power to make sure nothing does go wrong.
0: Much obliged.
5: We'll see you when you touch down in Europe. Europe?
0: Yes, I'm afraid
5: that's where the shuttle is programmed to land.
6: I've always wanted to go to Europe.
0: <sighs> okay, Dr. Adelford. We'll raid you if we need anything. Likewise, Jack. May God be with you.
1: Wow.
6: Amazing, huh? I'll say, it's so crazy how the continents look exactly like they do on a map. And you can't see any buildings or people. It's like they're as small as germs.
4: Amazing that we take germs and microscopic stuff for granted back on Earth. Never thinking about them
0: much, when we look just like them from far enough away. Even more amazing that God is aware of every single microscopic thing in the universe. Look out this side. All the stars are so clear. You can see every one of them. (laughs) Think you can count them? No way. Yep. I don't think I could either. And yet the Bible says God knows every one of them by name. Whoa, what? That's right.
6: That's a lot of names.
0: Yep. And there's even more stars out there that we can't even see because they're so far away. More stars than you can even imagine. And God knows them all.
3: All the tiny little stars. Actually, Molly, stars are enormous. They only look small because they're so far away. The sun is a star, and it's about 109 times the diameter of the entire planet Earth. Wow. I wish I knew what the diameter was. Well, putting it another way, you could fit almost a million Earths inside the sun. Wow, that's big.
0: That's mighty amazing facts, Albert. Did you know that even though the sun is that big, it's still a pretty small star compared to the other
3: ones? Oh, yes. In fact, if you consider the largest star we discovered, Canis Majoris, it could fit 3 quadrillion, 729 trillion Earths inside it.
4: Wow, I literally don't even know what that means.
3: Quite so. It's a number so large and unpractical, we scarcely have the mental faculties to understand it properly. Basically, a billion is a thousand million, a trillion is a thousand billion, and a quadrillion is a thousand trillion. Wow, and the largest star can
6: hold three quadrillion Earths?
0: And some change. That's... Mind-boggling. Hard to even think of a word big enough or great enough to describe something so huge and amazing, huh? Yeah. And the Bible says that God made all those stars. The small ones and the huge ones. And it says he made them, not by working hard over a long period of time, but simply by speaking in the span of a single day.
3: Unfathomable.
0: Now there's a word for it.
3: What does that mean?
0: Like Albert was saying, it means we can't even wrap our head around how great it is, how powerful and incredible God is. But what's most amazing when you think about it, is that a God that big even knows or cares about us little humans, who are so microscopically small on a tiny little planet, floating around a tiny little star. Yeah. And even crazier, that he would shrink himself down to the size of a human and die on a cross to take our place and save us from the consequences of our sins.
3: It's superhuman, that's for sure.
0: And think about that, Albert. You were so impressed by your superhero holding up a mountain range. Don't get me wrong. That'd be mighty impressive if someone could actually do that. But how many mountain ranges are on the Earth? Dozens! And how many Earths could fit inside that big old star?
3: Three quadrillion, seven hundred and twenty-nine trillion.
0: And God made that big old thing by simply speaking. And that star, in fact the whole entire universe of stars, is still mighty tiny compared to God.
3: You're, you're right, Mountain Man Jack. I guess I... wasn't thinking about that. I guess I was just more interested in that comic book because it was telling a story I'd never heard before.
0: Uh, I understand, Albert. And there ain't nothing wrong with using your imagination and enjoying some wholesome fiction. Why, it was God's imagination that thunk up the entire universe. So when you use your imagination, you're being like him.
6: Huh. I never thought of it like that.
0: I know how it is. You hear all these amazing science facts or even the Bible stories so many times that they might start to seem like they're old hat. But just because you heard something a dozen times don't mean that what the story's about is any less amazing.
4: You know, hearing more about how huge and awesome God is kind of makes me want to obey Him even more. I mean, not because I'm more scared of Him, but, well, because He deserves it.
0: Amen, Terrence.
3: Um, I'm sorry, Mountain Man Jack for not giving this stuff the attention it deserves.
0: It's okay, Albert. It happens to all of us. But what we gotta make sure to do among all the other good things that can distract us on Earth is remind ourselves how amazing God is all the time. And if there's one thing I know about us humans, is that we need reminded, because we're forgetful. Why, the Israelites even forgot how amazing God was. And they'd walk through the Red Sea on dry ground and seen God come down on a mountain with their own eyes. Sheesh, I don't think I'd ever forget something like that. You never know. Our hearts are prone to wander, as the song says.
3: Well, I'm kinda glad we got launched into space. It's been a good reminder.
0: It's a silver lining, that's for sure.
4: Uh, what's that? Sounds like an alarm. Oh, yeah. Thanks, JJ.
5: Mountain Man Jack! Come in, Mountain Man Jack. We're here. You've started re-entry, but it seems something's gone wrong.
6: We're all gonna die! Pull yourself together, Karen!
5: It looks like the automatic re-entry program is failing. Well, that doesn't sound like a good thing. That's cause it's not! It means you'll have to fly it in manually. Abe, I'm a mountain man, not a pilot.
0: There's no choice,
5: Jack. You have to do it. You have to keep the ship on course or it'll burn up in re-entry.
0: Alrighty, I'll do my best. Kids, strap in. You don't have to tell me twice. Lord, please help us through this. Albert, get back with the other kids.
3: Is the steering inverted? What? Is the pitch motion of the aircraft inverted? Do you know which switches deploy the landing gear? Because I do.
0: Uh, Okay, you made your point. You can co-pilot. What do I do?
3: Push the yellow button on your left.
0: Okay. Yes, Albert. Good.
5: That will disengage
0: the autopilot.
3: Autopilot disengaged. Okay, now take the yoke and move it up. The yoke?
0: The
5: steering, the
3: steering oil. wheel. Got it. Okay, we went down, which means the steering's inverted. Good. Push that green button to activate the heads-up display.
0: Wow. That's fancier than a badger with a bow tie.
3: Those holographic displays will guide you to the landing zone, Mount Man Jack. Just keep the wheel steady and on course through the turbulence, and we should be okay.
0: Okay, everyone, hang on! Lord, you are the master of the universe. Please, if it's within your wheel, guide us to safety.
3: Autopilot systems now fully operational.
0: Praise God!
3: Wow!
5: Jack, you've switched off your targeting computer. Is something wrong?
3: No, Father. The autopilot systems have re-engaged.
5: Not? We're not seeing that on our end but the ship does
0: seem to be following the flight path perfectly. Kids, looks like we're heading for the ground safe and
3: sound. Yes!
2: Woo! Yay!
0: Thanks for flying out here to meet us, Joe.
2: Least I could do. Y'all have been through quite an experience. Figured I'd get us all set up cozy for a bit before trekking all the way back to the States.
0: Gotta admit, I could use the rest before braving all them airports.
6: And here is the suite, gentlemen. Gentlemen. I hope you and the children will find these accommodations acceptable. Ooh, good. Wow, mm, wow.
0: wow. Why, I'd say it's more than acceptable. I haven't stayed in a room this nice since the last time I went to visit my folks.
6: Yes, well, the Buckingham Hotel is more than happy to do what we can for a hero.
0: Oh, I just done what anyone else would've.
6: If you say so, sir. We hope you enjoy your stay. For what I understand, Spaceco has arranged for your flight back home tomorrow after breakfast. This time on a more conventional aircraft.
0: Thank goodness for that.
6: (laughs) Indeed. Good night, says. Good night. Mountain Man Jack, these
1: rooms are so fancy.
0: That they are, Molly. That they are. That was
4: so crazy with all those news guys asking us
0: questions. Not as crazy as me having to answer all the questions from your parents over the phone, JJ. Speaking of which, we'll be talking about consequences for your little group when we get back home. Yes, sir. Well, we all better get some shut-eye. We've had a long, hard day. Of course, it was also kind of scary, so it might be hard to rest, but we should at least try. Mountain Man Jack, we all just wanted to thank you for basically saving our lives. Well, you're welcome, of course. But I'll give the credit to God on that one, Terrence. And Albert. Without his know-how, we would have been sunk.
2: Thanks. Thank you Albert. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Albert. you, Albert.
0: Guess hearing about all them space travel facts over and over again really came in handy when the going got rough, eh, Albert?
3: You're right, Mountain Man Jack. It all just sort of sprang to my mind as I needed it.
0: Albert! Your voice. It's, uh, changed.
3: I believe it's a side effect of the cosmic radiation I was exposed to on (laughs) (laughs) re-entry.
0: I'm not sure that's the only reason your voice is sounding different. No big deal. Well, I guess you could say, we've all been changed and challenged through this crazy adventure. Another reason why it's so important to remind ourselves all the time about God's greatness. When we're in a pinch, and we feel like maybe we ain't gonna get through it, The Holy Spirit reminds us of what we learned from the Word. That God is in control. That He's so much more mighty and powerful than anything that's troubling us. And that He loves us. Y'all mind if we take some time right now and just thank Him for being with us through all this? I think that's a good idea. Dear Lord, we just come to thank you. Thank you for saving our lives today. And even more, Thank you for saving our souls through Jesus so we don't really have to worry about danger.
1: What an out of this world adventure! I'm glad all the base campers got back down to earth safe and sound. But wouldn't it be incredible to go to outer space yourself and see all the wonders of God's creation? Like Mountain Man Jack discussed, Psalm 33:6 says, The Lord merely spoke and the heavens were created. He breathed the word and all the stars were born. That's incredible! But just as incredible, John 1, 3 says, God created everything through Jesus, and nothing was created except through Him. We need to remind ourselves every day that Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, and that He has power over everything in the universe, big or small. And if that's true, He can take care of anything we face in our lives, so we should put our trust in Him. Are you trusting Him today?
2: Thanks, Megan. Well, that's all for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. To experience more fun from the world of Basecamp, grab a parent and visit us on the web at lifeaction.org/basecamp where you'll find books, comics, coloring sheets and more. To hear more episodes of Basecamp for free, download the Life Action app and select the Kids tab, where you'll find all of our audio albums. Basecamp Adventures is a presentation of Life Action Ministries. I Need Some Space was written by Evan David and directed by Evan David, with sound design by Carter Warren and Hugh Duncan. Our vocal talent included Matt Fredericks, Sam Loving, Anna Nelson, Abe Krauss, Ellen Avery, Cameron Hurtklotz, Laurel Avery, Evan David, Melissa Hankins, and Krista Loving. Our creative directors were Matt Fredericks and Evan David, and our executive producer was Aaron Paulus. We hope you'll join us next time for Basecamp Adventures!
6: here mountain man jack put me in charge of looking for some new base camp recruits we're looking for people who want quality entertainment action suspense jokes and christ-centered biblical principles if that sounds like you then we want you to go to lifeaction.org slash base camp where you can find audio dramas books and more come join us you're in for the climb of your life